0: To all my ladies out there, the ones who are in love, been in relationships for a long time, had the ups and the downs, but have still stayed in there. To all my ladies who want to be in love, but just haven't been able to find it. And to all my ladies who have been in love, been there, done that, and say, you know what, freak love. This is my question to you. Now ladies, has love hurt ever caused you to make promises to yourself? And in keeping these promises, you still end up bamboozled? Well, let me tell you what Quincy Jane Catfire thinks of that. She has her own resolve, and it's a Danny mantra. Dear God, thank you for all the love sorrow that I have gone through. I know who I am, and I respect all the hurt that I've been through. I harbor no ill will towards love. More importantly, I hold myself responsible for my own quality of life and how I let love and people treat me. Amen and amen. Okay, ladies, when a snake rears its ugly head, you sever it from its body, the end. Now, that's just one position. Now. Let's see what Danny Too Good has to say. All right, Danny. All right. This is to all my men, to all the true players, the wannabe players, and the former players. Okay, men, what is it with them? They bitch and moan when they don't get what they want from us. You don't talk to me. You don't share your feelings with me. Yet, when we do open up, They take that as a sign of weakness, and then they want to show their natural-born asses. The woman that I love has no exception. It was so bad that I was even called the castrated one. But let me tell you something, men. Everything isn't always as it seems. I got something for Quincy Jane's defiance and her ass. Danny Too Good, I'm out. That was just an excerpt from Everything isn't always as it seems. It's an interactive, erotic romance wherein the, the eroticism isn't the sum total of the book. It's about relationships. It's about loyalty. It's about forging friendships. And it's the interactive aspect of it is that Quincy Jane Catfire literally speaks to women readers and Danny good actually converse with male readers. I am so, so looking forward to talking and discussing my book. Jackie, thank you so much for having me.
1: Yes, thank you, and welcome to On the Stoop With Who. We have the critically acclaimed, <laughs> New York-based, soon-to-be New York best-selling author, Linda And let me tell you something. I've read this book. And it is one of those books that, for me, I couldn't put down. Like, I felt every emotion throughout each paragraph, each chapter. Like, I was in a trance. I was in a trance.
0: That makes me excited. Yes.
1: So, if you guys... I'm going to link in the description when and where you can find this book Um, and um, yeah so that's that and we'll get further into how you got started and you know what let's not wait let's do it now tell us a little (laughs) bit about yourself
0: well I am a single parent of adult fraternal twin girls I have five grandchildren I'm a Navy veteran. Um, I'm a country girl at heart, even though I live and reside in the Boogie Down. Yeah. (laughs) Ow! Let's see. Three, what, three decades, two degrees, and a dream later, Mm. I decided to write my book. Um, At 57, I am living my dream. Mm. And ladies, let me tell you something. Life starts after fifty.
1: I love that, <laughs> and it just kind of gives people hope.
0: Absolutely. You know, years ago, um, once once you hit fifty, people think you're going downhill. But no, this is this is a this is a good stretch. It's like full steam ahead. Full steam ahead. You don't have to. I don't have to worry about children Mm. um i don't have to worry about saying no because now i can say no and feel nothing and ladies let me tell you something you get more for saying no than saying yes the first time around Mm. if you never listen to anything else that i say listen and heed to that try it
1: listen linda listen
0: That was so sweet. I love it. Uh,
1: (laughs) Now, let me tell a little background to you all about how I met Linda, which is always so funny. So, I just recently moved to New York, and I was living in Harlem, uh, and I was on a journey, like, you know, trying to find a job, trying to do this, trying to do that, and so I had stumbled upon with Chanel... And they were looking for some freelance makeup artists, and so on and so forth. Uh, so, Linda, I don't know if they referred me to you. Like, I don't know exactly how we got connected.
0: Oh well, I'm actually a mobile notary. I'm an independent contractor, and you needed some. You needed an I nine, and I said, you know what? They call me. I'm like, sure. Okay. I will. Okay. I will go. Man. I will go and see you, and just so ha- happened it was three times I had to come back. Okay. Oh, three <laughs> times. Three times. Which
1: was probably my fault.
0: It's okay. It, it, it wasn't sure mine. It, was. <laughs> it's okay. it is. It's quite all right. I'm gonna own that. It is right. I brand my my mobile notary business with exceptional customer care.
1: No, and it was exceptional. Oh, good. Now the funny part, and we still laugh about this to this day, is. It, it, Linda, I am not a morning person. And Linda would come early in the morning, Lord Jesus, and she would be so excited and so chipper. And it was genuine. Like, it wasn't nothing fake. But I'm like, I would she hurry up? Because I'm tired. Like, I'm trying to go back upstairs and go to bed. She want to keep talking and carrying on and telling me how much I remind her of her father. You too.
0: Chocolate velvet.
1: Ugh. And I'm like, okay, Linda, I love you, but I'm ready to go. <laughs> and this is your third time, and, and I kept I'm on sorry. Coming,
0: I kept on coming back. Diligent. That's right.
1: But I say all of that to say, it was something about her in the midst of, sometimes I have to step outside of myself and my own attitude. Like, this person is genuinely here for you. And I'm so appreciative, and that was five years ago it
0: was five it plus was. years ago and yeah. here we
1: are so when i yeah. talk to you all about building relationships this is the perfect example yeah. um and i'm just so grateful that we're in this moment uh and that you are here on my first podcast
0: i am i am exceedingly delightedly yes. excited yes. thank you Absolutely, thank you. And yeah. Yeah. Um, you are in the Bronx with the shirt that says <laughs> Brooklyn or nothing. Okay, Brooklyn yeah. or nothing in the boogie down,
1: but you going to fight me. <laughs> they don't want these problems. They don't want them, but no, I respect the Bronx because the Bronx is definitely the birth of hip hop, without a doubt. I Absolutely will not argue that.
0: Absolutely right, and we're right the around corner. the corner. Right, right on, the, right around the corner from Cedar Park. Um, back in the '70s, and you had all the B boys, and there's some little secrets that I'll that I'll tell you another time. Okay, off about, the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> about the about the jams because they started out calling them jams, and mm. you had the big, big, big speakers. And um, when he was doing the scratching, and
1: and you said they would plug the outlet into like the light pole. Yes,
0: yes, to get the. I'm not. That's a that's a Bronx secret. I love that. That's a Bronx secret. Okay, so Cedar Park, 179th Street. I love it. I love it. So we have a a little. it's a little bit of a little bit of history that's over here, and also I give I pay homage to that in the book, one of the things that I want to do is when you're reading, I want you to say, Hey, I remember that. I know that place or I remember that song mm-hmm. and if I did what I was supposed to do, you're going to be reading the book and you're going to be laughing out loud. Okay?
1: I was laughing, I was crying, I was whoring <laughs> I was
0: <laughs> Good. Ding, I ding, ding, ding 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 ding.
1: I was fanning myself, like, I'm at work right now, like, (laughs) but then I'm looking around at all the poppies, like.
0: (laughs) Good, then I have done, I've done my job, I've done my job, so I'm, I'm so excited, and I'm actually excited for you, because I've watched you come from this new New York soul, okay, to moving from one from Harlem to Brooklyn Mm -hmm. you're doing what you want to do and now you have your your podcast you are to be envied you Mm too you're to be supported and I am your biggest fan same I believe that and I I was so excited I
1: caught my first bus in the Bronx today (laughs) 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 see but I said miss now, true story. So, for a second, I was kind of walking like, you know, i want to give me a cup of coffee. So, I'm like, I know it's got to be a bodega somewhere around here. I didn't really see a bodega. So, I walked back. But then I was also kind of trying to look like I wasn't lost. Chalega. So, I'm kind of like walking, walking. So, I see a bus that pulls up. So, the bus driver, she's got the door open. And it was the BX35. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, the BX36 got to be close. So I stepped up on the bus and I could see the look on her face that she was irritated. Okay. So I'm like, you know, hello, how are you? Because I'm always, if you have a question, do not start with your question. Say hello. That's, that's right. Say how are you if you genuinely want to know how somebody's doing. Start with some type of, what we call it like a salutation.
0: It's a, it's a salutation, yes.
1: Start off with that. So I'm like, hey, how are you? And she's like, I'm good. And I'm like, <laughs> she's upset. Don't talk about the problem. So I'm yeah. like, well, all right. I said, sis, I'm trying to get to the uh, BX36. And she's like, well, it's around there. And I was like, okay. I said, are you having a good day? Good for you. She was like, not really. And I said, you know what? I appreciate your honesty, and I'm pretty sure there's nothing that I can do to brighten your day, but to tell you that I hope it is better. Good for you. And she said, you know what? I appreciate that. She said, go around the corner. So she gave me, like, explicit instructions. Wow. Sometimes people just want to know that you care. And not that I care to a point where I'm about to go knock on her door, call her. Or, but in that moment, because they deal with so many assholes. The public, Ugh. the
0: boogie down. And you know what? That's such a poignant viewpoint because you just, you never know what people are going never through. Know. You just you, you don't, you no, know, they someone. You
1: have to get a little ratchet. Okay, so I'm gonna get to that So then I'm walking I'm still trying to find me some coffee So I see it's an IHOP right there You know, right by the train station Yes So I walk in there Hello And the lady's like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, you know, let me get a black coffee She's like, you know, it only comes in one size All right, that's fine So she tells whoever to come ring it up She comes and ring it up And sits the receipt on the table Or on the counter I'm like, okay. So, I see it's like a dollar and something. Which I was kind of mad because, you know, I'm used to a dollar coffee. So, anything higher than that is stressing me out. I'm like, whatever. Okay. So, she rings me up. I hand her my money. Key phrase, hand her my money. That's correct. And That's then right. she sets my change on the counter. So, I said, is this what you normally do? She's like i don't understand i said when somebody hands you money do you normally sit it on the counter and she's like oh no i didn't mean to be rude and i did and that's fine and she apologized and i was cool with that again you never know where somebody's headspace is at to me that's just automatic it's just automatic so the manager comes back and brings my coffee and she has a bag full of creamers, sugar, now, which let me know she didn't listen to what I said' because I said black coffee, so you could have saved out of the condiments, but I said, "You know what, let me not get too strong of a coffee, so I put you know a couple of creamers in there, and I handed her the bag back, like, you know, I don't want to waste this, you know somebody else can use it um and she, she was like, "Well, and then she's going back and forth with the employee. She asked me, did she charge you? And I said, she did. And so then she goes to find an employee to ask her, did she charge me? Girl, I told you she charged me. She's told me, well, I didn't understand, you know, your accent. And, she, and then she kind of cleaned herself up and tried to make it like, okay, I didn't understand or whatever the situation was. So I called her out. I said, you didn't understand my accent. She's like, I didn't, which is fine because we all have them. And she's like, uh, "Well, you know, um, uh, I'm like, girl, let me get up out of here before I catch a case." And Stop I got talking about the Bronx. Let me get up out of here. Cause you know I'm used to going to my guy and my local bodega. He already know what I want. But, but to be fair, the coffee was actually really good.
0: Um, so and to be fair, that was Manhattan. That wasn't the Bronx. That was of Manhattan. Okay, you didn't get into the Bronx until after you got off the bus. So just want to say, but I'm—I was truly impressed with you that you ventured out to get on the bus and um, to make your way over here that way. That's a true New Yorker spirit. Yeah, because we could have
1: got a cab or whatever, but I was like, I want to really experience this and. I'm all about moments, because moments only happen one time, or a moment only happens one time. Um, and I always had this preconceived notion about the Bronx, and...
0: And what was that?
1: That I didn't want to be bothered.
0: Okay.
1: I didn't want to be bothered. Uh, I feel like, and I'm not going to go too far into it, yes I am. We're gonna be
0: honest. Let me take
1: a sip of my drink. As I always thought it was less than the other boroughs. And that was only because of what I heard, not what I experienced. Okay. Um, so, you know, getting to know you a little bit more and being out here a little bit more, I'm like, it's not really, I mean, it's different. You know, every borough has its own personality, if you will. But it's cool. Like it's much like New York. Everybody minds their own business. Uh, If you see something, say something. That's that (laughs) is true. I want
0: to give you a little bit of tip, a little tidbit about the Bronx. I don't know how much people know about this, but the Bronx was the last borough that was formed, Mm. and it was also built by slaves. Mm. So. Just to let you know, you know, we, put a little more respect on the Bronx. Just, 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 slather on, okay, wow, off I the backs like of our ancestors. Mm. Because the way slavery goes, we never know. It could be one of our direct descendants. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. that's built that's built the Bronx. And another thing is um, after Sandy, mm-hmm. um, Lower Manhattan mm-hmm. got taken down. Mm-hmm. Parts of Queens, Long Island got taken down. What didn't get affected?
1: Was the boogie down? The
0: boogie down because we're on high grounds, Mm -hmm. and so ever since now they're actually building up, and we're going through gentrification, Mm -hmm. Um, just like Harlem. Harlem is that's a new Harlem, and now they're doing the same thing um, with the Bronx. They're they're rebuilding, and outside of my spectacular view. No,
1: I wish y'all could see this view. <laughs> if you go to my Instagram on the stupid coop, you can get a glimpse of the view.
0: And um, what they're gonna do is they're going to have a taxi a taxi waterway so you can actually get on a ferry from here and and uh ferry down to um, the World Trade Centre area. Shut up. And they they've they started it I was on committees when be. Um, they actually was talking about it, so yeah, the well, um, the boogie down is something there is up and coming, and for all of um Bronx residents, there's so many um, they're offering um, incentives for mm-hmm. for small business people, anything from um, tax breaks mm-hmm. to to grants. Um, I think there's, they're offering like an $8,000 grant for um, if you have a business in the Bronx. So there's so many wonderful mm. things that's happening. And um, I know that Brooklyn, I'm hearing that Brooklyn is now like the new mini Manhattan no, and it how it's is. Is really, really, really expensive. Um, the Bronx, <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. So there's, there's still good things happening here in, in the Bronx.
1: And one thing that I did notice which is one thing that I do enjoy about Brooklyn, the Bronx seems to have, like, a sense of community. Um, Now, where you live, which we won't give too many details, um, but there are how many buildings over here? There's four. um, Over 1,400 apartments. And then they have, like, they own grocery store, y'all. They got a little Chinese spot. Like, imagine. And I keep, every time I come over here, I'm like, what if I opened up a barber
0: shop? Actually, you know what? Back in the day, back in the 70s, we had a barber shop. We had the record store. We had the little pool, hall, diner, candy store thing. Mm, we mm, had the cleaners. Yeah. We had a blimpy. So, you may want to think Man, about that. We
1: gonna speak that into life.
0: We gonna speak <laughs> it into life. Anything to all... The listeners out there, whatever you want to do, whatever dream that you've had from childhood, from teenhood, adolescence to the 20s, whatever it is that you've always wanted to do, this is the year to do it. Yes. Make it happen. Yes,
1: yes, yes. All right, Linda, listen, Linda, listen.
0: <laughs> Jackie actually showed me a video. Um, of this little 3 year old Talking to his mother And it's just so funny Because he asked me Had I heard of it And I had I'd never seen it But At least 3 people Within the past Week and a half Have told me about it So Okay Listen Linda you
1: have to If I remember I'll link that I don't know if I would get in trouble for that I feel like it would be Fair use I might try to link it In the description For y'all Because it's the funniest So if y'all hear me being that her name is Linda, I feel like it's very appropriate at this time alright, so let me give you a breakdown of On a Stupid Coup very new podcast um, this is something that I've been studying uh, for a while like some of my favorite podcasts are uh, The Read um, Beautiful Anonymous Oh, um, stuff you should know. Like, there's so many, so many, so many great podcasts. And so I've studied and I've listened to all of those podcasts for probably about two years. And just really studying and trying to find out what is missing. And I feel like I found it out. Now, most people that know me know I do makeup. I'm a barber. I'm this and I'm that. Anything dealing with beauty, I'm all about. Um, But there's more to me than that. And so this is a glimpse into a bigger piece of me. Um, So with that being said, uh, we're going to follow a certain format for the most part. Um, So the first um, topic is going to be real people with real stories. Now, be it, you know, uh, being trans in America, being a black woman trying to start a business in Trump's America. And I put Trump's America in heavy quotations. Uh, So whatever that real story is, today that story happens to be dealing with the passing of a loved one. Um, So then from there, then we're going to go to Breaking Beauty. And Breaking Beauty is going to be any beauty product, beauty brands that are kind of like paving the way for the future. Be it CBD oil, be it uh, my Homeway Phillips line, YB Limited. Anybody that I deem as Breaking Boundaries. Breaking Beauty Boundaries. And then we're going to go into A Teaspoon of Pop Culture. Okay. So, with that being said, I feel like I need to refresh my drink. Right, Here we go. Talk to the people real quick. I'm about to refresh my drink, y'all. Y'all ain't about to worry me.
0: I have to say that this is new. Um, I've come from a, a generation of the phones, the Ma, the Ma Bell phones. So, this podcast social media, Instagram, even though it has been out for a while. I'm trying to get away or walk away from being a dinosaur and walk into and embrace this new social media world. Um, So, so, so excited. So all of my... How am I doing that? Well, my first step was to get um Facebook for dummies. And I have no I have there's no shame in my game. I do know that I I must walk into or step into the, the social media arena. But there's just so there's are so many negative or adverse feelings and attitudes and happenings and conduct of people and not and I'm not only talking about teenagers and Twenty-something year olds. I'm talking about 40, 50 year fifty-year-olds who are just getting into all kinds of of nonsense or um, problems and 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 drama because of social media. So um, I have to really wash that stigmatism or that stigma out of out of my hair and out of my spirit to walk into. Okay, this is something that um. I need to do in order to number one to bring about um, exposure to myself, whether it's it's my book, my author career, or my mobile notary business. So I do know that I need to welcome and embrace social social media. Social media is the way. This is what this is what they the this way. is what they say. So this is the year that um rip off the band-aid and just go for it. So or er, go. Here I am.
1: Hello. <laughs> and most of you, well, none of you know, actually, Linda is my uh, dictionary slash thesaurus <laughs> personified. <laughs> Stop it. Bro, so I love it. And she, what was the one word a couple of weeks ago that you got me all the
0: way together? <laughs>
1: I can't you remember. say you,
0: people normally say con continuously continuously but it should be or i suppose the correct word is continually
1: that one continually <laughs> getting me together okay, okay.
0: how you doing <laughs> okay
1: so let's get into it let's hop into it okay. Um, so we want to talk about real people with real stories. Now, one thing with this podcast is I'm not about to do a whole lot of sugarcoat and, you know, all of that extra nonsense to make myself seem perfect or to make my guest seem perfect or the podcast itself seem perfect because it's not. So you might hear some sirens in the background. <laughs> you might get some cheering running around. I'm gonna introduce y'all to Dakota eventually. So I'm gonna yell for Dakota in the background. Um But I feel like that's one of the things that is going to set this podcast apart is we need real shit. Yeah. Excuse me, Ma. she don't hear <laughs> that. But she say, well my grandma say what you do, you do what you do most, you do best. Mm. All right, grandma. She ain't about to worry She me. is here. Oh, she wow. Is. How cool she is. is that? So, leading into real stories with real people, uh, today's topic is going to be dealing with a death, which death is such a strong word to me, dealing with losing a loved one. Uh, and much like you, we've lost a parent. Yes. And... That is probably some of the worst pain that I've felt and that I'm feeling. And then recently losing my grandmother, who was a crisp 95 years old. So you can imagine. She's seen a lot of things. Oh my
0: goodness.
1: And how much she's laid out for us. She set up a tribe. She set up a tribe, and she set up a legacy, much like my father, much like your mother. Yes. Um, and for me, the hardest thing has been wanting to pick up the phone and say, "Hey." And I actually had a moment on the train one day where I said, well, let me call his cell phone and see, like, is his voice still on that number? Mm. You know, that cell phone company couldn't wait to get rid of that number and give it to somebody else. Mm. Um, But it was moments like that that made it real for me. Um, Also, dealing with burying my mother's mother was exceptionally hard because... I've known her my entire life. And remembering, she introduced me to so many things. She introduced me to the hood. Ah! (laughs) She introduced me to higher education. And she also introduced me to a work ethic where I knew she worked. But as a kid, it was like, I didn't necessarily know what she did. I just knew she was always working. Right. Taking care of eleven children. Oof. Like Oof. that literally makes my stomach growl. Oof. Can you imagine pushing a whole eleven out?
0: She was pregnant eleven years of her life. Ooh, child. <sighs> so and I have
1: so much respect for both of them. Um but we'll get back to that. Um but we talked today you uh, fried up some shrimp and some chicken using your mother's batter
0: I did that, you know what I haven't done that in, in, a, in a long time um, to all of you all out there I offer my condolences and I want to say I am so sorry that you are part of the motherless and fatherless club. Mm -hmm. And um, I understand, I am so with you. And just like you said that you wanted to um, see if the phone was there, Mm -hmm. there are times, my mother, she passed away um, in 2008. I lost my mother May of 2008 and I lost Mm -hmm. my grandmother March of 2008. Mm. So, um, and before that, I hadn't lost anyone for 20 years. Back so back. Back, I buried my grandmother on mm. Easter um, Saturday, and we buried my mother on Memorial Saturday. Mm. Mm. So, and there are times that I just, it hadn't been about two weeks ago, I'm like, oh, you know what, I haven't spoke to Grandma. And it's been eleven years. Right, right. Okay. As a matter of fact, this week will make eleven years for grandma. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, it's um it's something that we that we walk with, we all have to we all have to deal with it. And some some of us deal with it in different ways. Mm-hmm. But once again it is so I do not welcome you, but I welcome you right. because you're in you're in good company, mm-hmm. okay. But it's just not a a, a happy or nice club to be part of. No,
1: it's not. And one thing that I have learned is I allow moments. So if I'm walking down the street and some song or some thought comes through my head that reminds me of either one of them, and I feel them tears welling in my eyes, Mm -hmm. I allow it. Absolutely. I allow it. Uh, when I found out the night that my grandmother passed Mm -hmm. I was walking through 42nd Street so you can imagine how many people and in that moment nobody else was there that's right nobody else was there and I was crying and I did not care Um, and I feel like that helps me deal with the grief if you will So it's not like all bubbling up inside of me And I end up snapping on somebody on a train Or <clears throat> Want to commit suicide Or you know all of those crazy things That people go through Um So in losing a loved one I always Well not always I suggest here recently To allow those moments and And if it's somebody that is dealing with grief Try to understand them And what they're going through Let them talk. That's Because sometimes people don't want to cry. They just want to talk about it. And they don't need an answer or a resolution or a proclamation.
0: They just want to get it out. That is true. I have another suggestion in that some, we all have our own time of grief. Mm -hmm. And some grieve longer Harder and stronger than others, and so if someone has lost a loved one, even though it may have been oh, really, this will go as far as to say are, a year, huh? We as, are as a year. You know, <laughs> don't don't shut them down. Don't say, well, okay, well, you know what? It's been it's, it's been so long. You know what? Well, you need to be over it, because no one can tell you how long. For your heart to hurt or to be over hurting. So if you have a loved one or if you have a friend or someone who has been dealing with it and is and their loved one has passed, you know, and it's been a while, you know what? You be that person that they can pick up the phone in the middle of the night and you know what? Just listen. Sometimes you don't, you may not, don't say anything, but just let them get that out. And you Absolutely. never know, it just might be you. Doing that will help them over that hump.
1: Absolutely true. Absolutely. Uh, And the one thing that being able to be with both parents, or my father and my grandmother, it was two very different situations, and maybe you can relate. Uh, But they let me know that my father was going to hospice now i'm still living in new york mm. and he's all the way in cincinnati um, and once i hear that hospice my heart immediately drops so i'm like okay i gotta get home um and it was such a comforting moment or moments to be able to be there um, what they say once an adult twice a child mm. And it was such a comforting moment being able to wipe his ass when he could. And being able to take care of him like he took care of me. You hungry? You want something to eat? Um, And even with my grandmother, it was the first time I learned how to fry catfish. She wanted to fry catfish. I was like, girl, I don't
2: know how to cook no catfish. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So luckily, one of my friends was there and she was telling me, like, just get the cornmeal, batter it in the cornmeal. So now... That I got that in my head, I'm like, okay, so now I can add a little all purpose seasoning in So, you know, just those little teachable moments um, that I had with both of them um, really brought me to an extra humble place. Like the stuff that would irritate me before is nothing, it's nothing.
0: This is, is not true. This is this is true. Well, you've said you talk about moments in at least two conversations that we've had, and normally people take snapshots when they know that they're at the end of something, or mm-hmm. if someone is getting ready, you know, to leave this earth, or they're getting ready to leave, you know, a place that they're visiting. Mm-hmm. But with you, I've noticed that that's part of your personality mm-hmm. that you're taking snapshots. As you go along through life and that is such such an amazing character I like trait. from
1: my mother. Wow. Because she has pictures of us. I have to show you this picture. When I was a little toddler. Ti- well, I'm going to say a toddler. <laughs> it's so funny, right?
0: This is you. Yes. You have two. This is a different face.
1: But I said, girl, why I ain't got no
0: haircut? This is a different. That's a different face. That is not your face. Girl, I don't oh know my god! It's going.
1: It's going good. You want to come say hi to the people?
2: Come say hi. It's not live.
1: It's not. It's recorded. Oh
2: my god!
1: You want to come say
2: hi? <laughs> no, cause I have my bonnet.
0: Yeah. To- the- <laughs> my daughter.
1: Okay. But no, it's just she, audio. Because I'm, I'm looking at it like
0: this. With the, side, the heavy head.
1: side eyes. So she currently has her bonnet on. Looking
0: like Miss Flossie's other mother. Ooh.
1: Okay. Giving us Miss Bonita. Miss Bonita with <laughs> But no, so it's been interesting. Um, but it makes me want to work a little bit harder. Um, because all of those things that they instilled in us.
0: The I have to make myself proud. I have
1: to make them
0: proud. You know what? That is that is so true. That is so true. One of the things that I'm I'm still at at 57. I'm still finding my way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, no, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. No, life isn't exactly how I how I wanted it but it sure is better than it was last year, the year before, the year before even as um as a teenager. And I say all of that to say, you know, 50 plus, mm. get on board. Let me tell you something, <laughs> get on the train. You can leave the children, the grandchildren and saying saying yes behind anything you want. Do it and you do it now. You do it now. I got I got something for my for my 50 year olds, 50 50 plus, okay?
1: I love it. And it's funny, because I have this same ring in silver. Do you? Yeah, I'm gonna have to give it to you, because I literally never wear it.
0: Really? I will wear it, okay? And I will do you justice. I will absolutely do you justice. My sister with a pen. (laughs) Cheers.
1: (laughs) All right, so that was a heavy conversation and I don't want to spend too much time on that because you know I start crying and if I do start crying y'all just
0: going to have to deal with it if you're ever going through something and you need someone just to hear you out send Jackie hashtag loved one lost just want to talk yes. he'll reach out to me I'll reach out to you yes, yes, I will yes. be that person
1: we can definitely make that happen Okay. alright so let's get into our Breaking Beauty. So shout out to Philip Washington, who is not able to be here with us today, only because it's his birthday. Ooh, ooh. And he is out there kicking it in these streets and taking care of business as he should
0: be, Absolutely. And having a little, have a little bit, a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I love Philip. So Philip is the owner and creator of. YB Limited skincare brand. So YB Limited actually has a couple of different facets to it. So it has a skincare facet to it. It has the um, mobile component and it has I feel like I'm missing one
0: thing. He actually takes care of or cater to mothers Mm -hmm. of children with challenging Children, right? Children right. with with challenges yes. or yes. issues, and I think that is so commendable. commendable. Yes. It yes. it and it is humbling, mm-hmm. and it shows what type of heart and what type of spirit he has, and mm-hmm. to give back in that way because they're almost like they're they're like the the forgotten moms, but um.
1: Now I'm getting my water notification. When I need to drink more water. <laughs> <laughs> so ratchet. Do <laughs> um, you need some get you some? No, I'm good right you now. Can? I have some ice in here that counts as water. Right?
0: Yes, it does. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes
1: Hold it does. <laughs> no, we love YB Limited. Um, now, I'm on track with trying some of his stuff. So just to give you a little bit of, of a breakdown. He has, his line is, consists of three particular products that are organic, high quality, all natural, and of course, effective. Now his tag is glisten the skin you're in.
0: And his skin glistens. It's phenomenal. Oh my goodness. At my first interactive book read, all the women was jealous and was walking up <laughs> to him because his skin it's looked so better than smooth. anyone. Oh, gosh. It was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. In awe. In awe. And true to his humble, humbling personality, he was gracious and saying, yeah. oh, no, no, no. And we knew damn well he looked better than her skin, looked it better than that So one. funny. So, yes. It, it so glistened. Right. and These it cool looked
1: products have a lot to do with it.
0: And it's it was just something because it was it wasn't like that, like that shine because some products they make it make you look shiny or like almost like Vaseline shiny. Right, right. right. It was a glow from within. So, no, and yeah. that
1: speaks to his personality yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, So his three products are the vitamin C serum, uh, a scrub, and a mask okay now to talk about vitamin c serum there was a vitamin c serum i was first introduced to that through i can't think of the brand name but vitamin c tends to help with like any discoloration yes uh it helps with brightening the skin and vitamin c in its natural state is um, an exfoliant which they would consider more of a Chemical exfoliant, Um, or maybe in its most natural state, would it be more of a natural exfoliant? Anyway, vitamin (laughs) C serum is the bomb. Okay, it is the the bomb. I'm gonna try it. No, we gotta, we Um, definitely have to. I
0: am going to, um, I'm gonna try those those products and I will let you know. Okay, I'm not even gonna tell you, I'm just gonna let you see my skin.
1: No, you have nice skin. I, you know black don't crack. It might funny. get a little ashy sometimes. <laughs> but I've been blessed with good, yeah, I yeah, do have this skin. Yeah, skin. Yeah. So then he also has the scrub. Mm-hmm. And we know getting rid of those dead layers of skin is only going to allow for products to really penetrate the skin. Um, and I love this scrub. And I've sometimes use it on my hands. People are like, why are your hands so sound? Like, I love using a scrub on my hands. Because you shake hands or, you know, I'm doing makeup. I'm cutting people here. Like, don't nobody want no rough-ass hands in their face.
0: That's true. That, no, that's true. That is
1: true. And then he also has the mask. And I wish he was here so he could really give us, like, a super right, breakdown. Because right. so I'm
0: wondering how, how often would you um, do the mask, maybe, like, once a week? Or? I guess once a week.
1: Sounds about normal, but then depending on the skin type, I'm sure it would you know um, and from what he's told me, like he's really done his homework on um, making sure that the products are safe for any skin. That's what
0: and that's that is so important these days. So important. Yeah.
1: So shout out shout to Phil to Sir Philip. Happy birthday, brother. Ooh, from the boogie
0: down.
1: <laughs> uh, so I'll also link his website so you guys can go check him out. Oh, alright, girl. So now it's time to get into the mess. <laughs> Let me take a sip. So this portion of the podcast is going to be a teaspoon of pop culture. Okay? You with me, Talia? Are you with me, guys? I love we got our audience <laughs> in the background. <laughs> she says she loves tea. All right. So first off is Wendy. Wendy. Okay.
0: All right. Okay. Is she' lying? Mm. What's going on? Apparently, you two know something that I don't. So supposedly, um, pull up a chair.
1: Pull up a chair. Come the, talk to us
2: the reason why she was off from her show is because of uh she you know, was having health issues and whatnot and she returned back saying she's fine she's great but she said she's been listening to what was on the streets about her and her husband so she was like i still got my ring on
1: now remind you she's been gone since december
2: yeah, yeah. She's been having some health issues. Remember when she passed out when she had on that Statue of Liberty uh outfit? That's right. So from dehydration Allegedly. Everything's alleged. You know, dehydrated and lack of sleep.
1: But then it came to find out that she has Graves disease and thyroid issues. Now we know those. Thyroid I'm very familiar with. Okay. Not personally, but I know that it's a thing.
2: Okay.
1: Um I think Oprah talked about it and she deals with thyroid. Like, I think it's like a thing with women. Oh, okay. Men deal with thyroid I don't, I've never
0: heard um, of a man of men having thyroid issues, but that's Then I that's just recently
1: found a- out about men with yeast infections. Yeah. But that's another thing. I think such
2: men, who,
1: you know, probably pushed you hard. With. <laughs> 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 that's my baby.
2: <laughs> <My opinion. laughs>
1: it's like, you're constipated. Like, yeah, like, you
2: really...
1: <laughs> you need an enema. Alright? So, anyway, back to Wendy Williams. So, she just got back to her show yesterday. Like I said before, she had been gone since December. I don't know exactly when in December. Uh, and her show is live every day. Right. So, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Yeah. So, I can understand you know, things start to happen. Like, if you got to be on every day, every day, like, hey, welcome to the Wendy Williams, Wendell, Bartholomew, or... You know what, let me not go on on Wendy too much, because, you know, they say she looked like a man.
0: But she was having problems with her son. I I don't follow her. Um, I remember this was well back. um, Oh, years, 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 years ago. She was... The things that she was saying were so ratchet, I was in a cab but that
2: 's how she's been for a very long even when she was
0: on radio that's how long and she was, on was uh, but she was she was on radio and that 's when um i I stopped following her because there I just think that there there's a line Correct. that you shouldn 't cross and so for me personally, you know what I am not envious of her of her success mm-hmm. i'm i 'm just glad any woman could have, you know or, who is successful. Mm-hmm. But she's just not for me. I mean, when
2: you think about it, there's a different, you know, type of communication when it comes to radio and in TV talk shows. True. She's going more towards, you know, business and not being as messy as she was on radio. Like, you mm-hmm. compared to the Breakfast Club. They can say whatever they want.
0: Perfect.
2: She can't say whatever she wants on TV like that. So, I think she's calmed down.
0: And she had, you know what, as Would ratchet she not as she her is. her
1: business, though.
0: No, no, she doesn't. But as ratchet as she is, she has a major n- following. She'll n- she'll never I don't know. To her
2: Even though everybody's saying, you know, her husband cheated, he did this, he did that, she's not going to sit here and say, well, you know, yeah, I'm going through a
0: divorce, it's not a divorce. I don't know do why that. because because That's then that that the would, that it would make her real. That would make her that's real. That's all I'm saying. Keep yeah. it real, Wendy. I think more people would tune in if she'll be like,
2: you know, yeah, my husband did this and Because women real
1: can real relate thing. to that. Yeah, that's, that's true. That, that is true. Yeah.
0: That is true. And,
1: her, and even Charlemagne on The Breakfast Club alluded to um, some speculations of, I don't know what, but he was just basically saying like Kevin, which is her husband, mm-hmm. I know what you did last summer type stuff. Mm. I know what you did. I see you and I know. And I ain't gonna put you out there. And it's going to
0: come to a head. But I know. But that's making her that's making her real. Okay? She that's making
2: she her was real but she said twenty eight years. Ooh. That's a long time. That's and of course time. nothing
1: is gonna be perfect. Yeah. Right. We're not expecting that. But if you don't years, divorce you don't the Kardashians out. business or other people's business, Feel free to devote yours to a boo because we want to know the tea. That's
0: true. Now, that that I concur. Mm-hmm. That I can concur. Okay.
1: All right. So, enough about Wendy because even though I watched a clip of it yesterday, and I actually like the vibe.
2: I do too.
1: No, I that vibe too. was super cute. Super cute. So, it's no shade, Wendy. I love you, girl. And I met her. I was on her show, this was maybe last year. Okay. Um, like not on the show, but in the audience. And she was kind of a little off-putting to me. When I mean, she was kind of looking at me like, mama, well, like, you that big head and that dry face. Girl, bye.
0: Girl, bye. <laughs> she seems to be of the type who, she wants to be the superstar. Right. She doesn't want anyone to look better than her right Whereas and that's what i gathered from her my position is there's room enough for everybody, everybody at the top everybody at the top okay just as the sky is wide and deep and vast mm-hmm. okay there's a room enough for everyone
1: Yes, it was just a little weird to me um but i was like all right whatever Wendy. <laughs> let's just carry on with the show and while i was at the show I woke up late, but I got there on time, Mm -hmm. and I had on my little, um, what do they call it, beret. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And it was like, oh, um, can you take your hat off? No, I can't. What
0: would
2: you want to
1: get? Was it you looking cute? Why did I ask? But then I had my hair wrapped, and then I had slept well that night. So when I went to take it down, it just didn't fall right. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm about to wear this beret. Girl, they sat me in the corner.
2: <laughs> but right, but people like she'll stand people up who look fabulous right. who's looking real good that day, and she'll mm-hmm. be like, you know how you doing? Like, mm-hmm. and, and they'll have their little questions for her and stuff like that. So, but yeah, not you know what?
0: Mm-hmm. And the are the razor. I when mm-hmm. I I've watched right. it a, a couple of a couple of times. She doesn't she doesn't stand up all the beautiful people that's there. She she doesn't, because you be you know the the camera will be panning around and you know someone will stand out, um, and she's just.
1: It's not a lot of chocolate. She'll point out. Um, so I, I didn't say
0: that one. I said it. <laughs> I did not say that. Everything
1: one. is alleged though. You know, my homegirl saw me. She said, I know how your mouth is, <laughs> So you need to insert alleged. The disclaimer, okay?
0: <laughs> either before, during, or after yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Okay?
1: Everything is alleged. What's another word, my walking thesaurus, for alleged? Um, Put you on the spot. Yeah, real
0: you quick. did. <laughs> real quick. I
1: mean we don't get to them are Kartra- I mean Kardashians
0: you are so bad
1: another word for alleged
0: said
1: so how would you use that in a sentence
0: the said conspirator the said woman okay the said Ooh. Gotcha. I like that. <laughs>
1: so that's what, because everybody is using alleged, and I'm like, I'm tired. Like, do we have any other ways? Because words mean things. They do. about?
0: And we need to you use
1: cold? them
2: in no, different
0: okay.
1: ways.
0: So yes. You can
1: say- All, right. Um, All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So we're not gonna spend too much time on this one. Okay. The Kardashians, the culture vultures themselves, now are dealing with. Jordan, what's her last name? Woods. Woods. I always want to say Jordan Sparks. I'm <laughs> sorry, Jordan Sparks. I know it's not true. Glad we have Talea here. <laughs> so, Jordan Woods.
0: Oh, by the way, Talea is the second born twin. Yes. <laughs>
1: and let the people know where they can find you, Talea. You can find me at
2: um, Patty
1: Cakes Instagram. That's about it. But wait, Patty Cakes, we don't follow each other.
2: Yes, we do. Do we? We don't. I don't think so. I'll find you. You find the <laughs> <laughs> i
1: I'll find you because <laughs> I normally take care
2: of
0: her <clears throat> Instagram. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> I've already let my secret out. My yes. said secret. Yes, said secrets.
1: <laughs> All right. So Jordan Woods is the said woman. To have cheated, or how do I want to phrase this? Okay, let's just get down to the nitty gritty. So they were at a club chilling. Now imagine that Kardashian type money. Okay, you're in LA and kind of like living your best life. Okay, you at the club chilling. You know we all say, okay, we done chilling here. We about to go to the next five. So allegedly jordan is like okay so where are we going and they're like okay we're going over tristan's house which tristan is chloe kardashian's boyfriend
2: baby father baby father yeah
1: all right so she's like okay so that's somebody i know like i'm not going over a strangers house okay. which you know, was responsible after like and she was just on red table talk do you watch red table talk mm-hmm. no you should. should it's everything with jada pickett smith I will wa- I will stop watching that's oh, everything. everything. Really oh, okay. Oh so They go over to his house and they kiss.